You are now listening to The Art of Winning Show with your host and co-host, Eddie Truck Gordon and Miyoko Taylor, two best-selling authors. Eddie Truck Gordon is New York Emmy award-winning fighter, UFC Ultimate Fighter champion. Miyoko Taylor is a celebrity personal development coach and thought leader. Both have mastered the art of winning. It's never too late to tap into your amazing, and remember, success has no age limit. Hey everybody, welcome to the Art of Winning show. This is Miyoko Taylor as always with my amazing co-host, Eddie Truck Gordon. What's up, Eddie? What's going on, man? I am super excited. It's a beautiful day and we got an amazing guest, so I'm excited. Amazing guest. So, I found this guy. Actually, I was following him for for quite some time, like behind the shadows, you know, like stalker mode. Um, (laughs) I was looking at some of, you know, his Instagram lives, some of his... uh, his pictures and I'm just like, man, this guy, he, he seems to be, you know, like my age, but then I found out that he wasn't. He had me beat, man, for like about almost 15 or 16 years, probably even a little bit longer than that. And I just was look, following him, looking at his audience and some of the things he was doing, but not only the fact that he was into fitness, but I saw a mindset component there and, and healthy eating and all those things. So I said, you know what? Um, I'm going to reach out to him. So I reached out, uh, sent him a video and told him I would love to have him on the show. And he is actually here today. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce him. He's got to tell you all about him because I can't do it any justice. My main man, Gene Titus, is on the Art of Winning show. What's up, Titus? What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure to be on with you guys, man. Um, And uh, thank you for all the compliments. Um, and uh, like I said, uh, I, I just I'm just up there actually just living my life and just and just uh, just letting know, people know what I do on a daily basis, how I think, how I prepare myself for life, and uh, I guess people like it. So there you have it. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about you, man. Don't don't be so modest, man. Tell us a little bit about what you are doing. Well, I mean, um, <laughs> right now. Uh, this this social media thing for me is brand new. Um, I've only been on social media for a little, for a little about, about a year and a half, um, and uh, it things just kind of took off after somebody saw one picture of me and uh, and posted it. Um, but for me, what's going on is more so about uh, you know a, a lot of people are on social media, and um, the unfortunate thing is that they don't use it as the powerful tool that it is. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, you find a lot of uh, things there to distract and, and break people down, whereas it can actually be used to build people up. And so um, I can't control what other people do. I can only control what I uh, what I produce and what I espouse. And, uh, right. you know, I try to create a positive space, space for people, you know, so that people can understand, you know, um, there is a there is a better and higher way to live. And so that's what I try to do. Wow. See, you you touched on some keynotes already. Like, I, I, I love it. First, your beard is looking on point. I got to step my game up. That's flat out one. Two, I love what you said about social media. You know, people use it the wrong way and they're tearing people down. They're sitting there commenting and then trolling instead of using it as a tool to build up. Now, I'm going to ask you the first question um, because I I, I look. On, on the same wavelength. What 
motivated you to start this positive vibe, start this 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 positive energy, hop on social media in a year and a half and just grow and flourish. What kind of motivated and got you to, to take on this platform? Well, um, this platform, what you're seeing is who I am. This is what I've always done. The only difference was I wasn't on social media. If you actually met me in person, I'm a very gifting person. I don't mind teaching or showing people anything. What happened was, uh, like I said, a picture of mine after I took my, my daughters to the beach, somebody, I posted a picture on my Facebook page, which I was very rarely on there. And a friend of mine called me and said, yo, I saw your picture on a fitness website and you have like 35,000 likes on your picture. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not me. And the dude was like, yo, I've known you my whole life. I know what you look like and it's you. And, uh, and I went and looked and then, you know, people said to me, well, you know, if people like, you know, your physique and stuff, you know, and people are inspired by stuff like that, why don't you post some pictures? And so I had a, a, a thought with myself because I, I, before I did that, I started looking at a lot of other people's uh, profiles and I, you know, and no knock against them, but I just saw a bunch of posting of pictures and, and um, it just seemed as if it was, it, it, it didn't have much depth to it, if you will. And so uh, I decided if I'm going to do this, um, yeah, people love seeing my physique, but you know, and, and still you have to you have to draw them in with your physique, but you have to give them something more than that because you are more than that and you have more to offer than that. And so that's what I started doing. You're muted. I absolutely I absolutely I love that. And the fact that you said it best, give somebody more. We have to, a lot of people are not on the giving end. Everybody usually wants to take, and I think you kind of touched on it. You didn't kind of elaborate about, about how it's, um, a lot of people are just phony on Instagram. People are just not really who they are. And, and that's what, that's the part that I love the most. What you see is what you get. A lot of people, they will, they will, they'll talk it, but they won't walk it. And that's kind of what I love about you is because like you said, you're living your life. You're not living somebody else's and that's powerful. I'll give you a perfect example. Like take, for instance, the quotes that I post. Um, for years, one of the one of my morning routines, I wake up, you know, I take about five minutes, you know, I, you know, kind of meditate and stuff. And I read about 10 quotes every day. And I see ones that, that resonate with me. And I try to implement those quotes in my life. And so all that's happening now is I'm taking the one that resonates the most with me and posting it. That's it. Ah. Okay. You know, so, so let me ask you a question. So you pretty much got, I like to call it your big break into the social media world, you know, with this picture and ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this guy, <laughs> I mean, when I tell you he's ripped, this man is ripped. So, okay. After it really seemed like it transformed into, and, and like you said, it was like this from the very beginning. It's a lifestyle for you. So how did it transition to you saying, you know what? People enjoy the physique, but I'm going to introduce them to my lifestyle on social media. Like, how did it progress into that particular area? Because you're doing, I mean, Facebook Lives on, you know, breakfast meals, um, uh, Facebook Lives on juicing and, and, and ingredients that you use. You're doing a lot of diverse stuff, but very powerful and helpful things. So how did it transition into that? Well, you know, um, one of the things that I'll tell you, like, you'll see a lot of people post pictures on social media and a lot of pictures are heavily edited okay mm -hmm. one of the things I don't do is I don't edit any of my pictures none of my pictures are edited at all and that's also why I post a lot of videos so that people can actually see 
that the pictures are not edited. Um, the other reason why is because I want to let people know that this is attainable. It takes work, but it is attainable. If I can do it, I'm not Superman, you can do it as well. But it's going to take dedication, it's going to take commitment, and it's going to take persistence, but it is attainable. I don't want to be viewed as this guy who has a physique that is totally unattainable. No. You know, especially for people who are who are who are getting older who want to make the excuse that, oh, I'm too old to do this, I'm too old to do that. You know, that's kind of like the first what my first viral video was about. You know, um, some people die at 25, but they don't they're not buried until 70. A lot of people limit themselves wow. in the things that they can do because they have themselves convinced that after somebody has told them or they start believing in their own limitations as opposed to believing in their possibilities. Mm. You're hitting on so many powerful things that that's that's literally resonating with me because I always preach and say the reason I became successful is for two things. I don't make excuses and I don't accept excuses. And, you know, for listeners listening that don't have a clue uh, how old are you, Titus, please, please tell these listeners. And I want to say it's a two part thing. Please tell them how old you are. And then also please tell them where they can go and see and follow you so they can actually put the two together because they'll yeah. be listening there. I want them to to, to to see and know what they're looking at because they're not going to believe it. Because I didn't believe it when Miyoko told me. <laughs> well, I'm 50, but like I said, I always tell people, you know, uh, uh, I'm younger than some people say, but older than you may think, you know? Uh, but it's not about, you know, it's not about age, you know? Uh, I have met some people who are half my age who are in horrible shape. And I've met some people who are 10 years older than me who are at, in similar or better shape. You know, um, it's about your willingness, you know? And uh, the reason why I don't harp on age much is because I don't want people to, to start limiting themselves or, because a lot of times when people ask you for their age, they're looking for a caveat, a reason to say, oh, well, uh, uh, this and that. So. It's not about my age, it's about my willingness, my will to do what I wanna do, my will to be better. You know, I, what I will tell you is that even at my age right now, I am in better shape than I was last year. And I plan to be in better shape than I am today, next year. And it's all about my willingness. Wow. I love this. Miyoko, please cut me off at any point because you know I'm going to keep on going because I got this flowing. I love your spirit, Titus. I love everything you're saying because when I first started mixed martial arts, everybody told me how old I was. You're too old, you can never get started, you're too fat. Everybody put a limit on me. What you're saying, you're speaking volumes because you're talking about mindset. And you know, when we first started this show, our model was, you know, you know, there's uh, age, uh, sorry, age has no, um, success has no age limit. And that's exactly what you're saying. People too often look for an escape go in the age, in the, the race, in the this, in the that. It's always something. Now, was there somebody that lit this fire in you? Or did you have a mentor? How did this all come about for Titus? Well, I was always an athlete growing up. And uh, like a lot of people, when they hit a certain age, I started making those excuses. You know, hey man, I'm in my, I'm, I'm 30 years old, man. I'm, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm, you know, and, and as it went, I found myself not really getting out of shape because I was in still better shape than most of my friends, but I wasn't in as good shape as I could be. And I'll never forget, I saw Daryl Green, you know Daryl Green, the former Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame quarterback for the Washington Redskins, running the fastest time in the league. 
On his 50th birthday, Daryl Green ran a 4.540 on his 50th birthday. And I said, you know what? I was a very good athlete. Maybe I wasn't Daryl Green, but I wasn't too far off. But if this guy who is 10 years older than me can do this at 50, I have no room for any excuses. So it's not, I may not be able to run a 4.540, but I tell you what, I'm gonna run a faster 40 this week and every week going forward until I reach my limit. And when I get to that limit, I'm gonna figure out a way to push past that limit. And that's how I started. I, I you're speaking so, you're speaking to me and I, I feel like there's this thing that's inside of athletes that, 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 that people just don't understand. They don't understand. And I, I love it. Yoko, please jump in. I don't want to hog it. I, I can see I think, you stop with <laughs> I think this is just, this is such an important, we always ask ourselves how we're going to top the next episode. But what I really want to focus on on this one is because society deems certain ages to limit us to certain specific things. Like, for example, you hear a lot of people say, okay, I'm 40. You know, I can't run a mile and a half like I used to. I'm 40 years old. So it's just like we have these particular expressions and things we say to ourselves. This is feeding our psychology and our mind. So, yeah, you're not going to do it. But society as a whole has says the older that you get, the least that you are going to be able to do. And you are actually like a living testimony that that is far you know, from the truth when it comes to particular things. And it's really about the mindset. And I don't think people understand how powerful your mind is. And Eddie said something in regards to athletes. And I I find that athletes, they have a certain level of mental toughness that's just there. So sometimes it seems like some things are a little bit easier to come by, but this is so important because you're gonna have so many people listening to this that maybe 45, maybe 50, maybe 55, maybe 60 and are out of shape and one of the reasons why they're allowing themselves to remain and this is this is punching me too by the way (laughs) they allow themselves to remain in a particular state is because they hear so many so many people around them say that it's okay because you're this age no it's not okay like it's not okay and you're like a prime example of that but i do i want you to share with the audience because you and i tight as we talk um, before we do this podcast, you mentioned a certain gentleman, and right. uh, you have to mention this to the audience. This is a great story. I got I, I got a sneak peek. This is a great story. So I'm they like, can understand I'm how powerful the mindset is. Right. So, like I always say, I always tell people, fear has killed more dreams than failure ever will, and um, and even sometimes, you know. Even, even I sometimes start to think of my, my abilities and start to limit myself. But I had this, this older gentleman, that is the story I told you, that I was training, and uh, his name was Mr. Chester France. Now, I hope Mr. France doesn't mind me calling his name. But um, when I met Mr. France, he was 76 years old. And he was in fairly good shape for a 76-year-old. You know, if you looked at him, you wouldn't think that. You might think he was maybe 60 at best. And so, you know, he used to always see me in the gym. He said, you know, one day I'm going to work out with you. You know, I'm trying to build myself up to it. I said, well, why are you going to wait for one day? Why don't you just start now? And so he came and he started working out with me. And uh, 
I put him on a leg press one day and, uh, you know, he was trying to do, you know, one plate, you know, and uh, he did it 20 times. He, it seemed like he struggled and uh, he was about to hang it up. And I told Mr. Franz, I'm not going to let you hang this up. You're going to go for 50. And he said 50 what? I said 50 reps. And he kept working at it and he got to 50 reps straight. And then when he was about to hang it up, I said, now give me 26 more reps to equal up to your age for trying to waste my time and yours, <laughs> thinking that 20 was the only thing you could do. And he banged it out. And from that day on, his mental attitude towards working out changed. And um, in short order, maybe a couple months up the road, Mr. Chester not only could do that one plate, a hundred times, but he could do three plates 50 times. Wow. And this leg press on his leg, uh, leg press on his side. But the most amazing thing that happened one day is when he first got there, he could only, he could barely deadlift 95 pounds off the ground. And for real, for a 76 year old, that's not bad. Mm. But he kept pushing at it. And uh, he finally got to the point where one day he deadlifted 205 pounds off the ground. Okay. <laughs> But the statement that he made afterwards actually sent chills down my spine and actually relit my fire. Because when he put it down, he stepped out of it. He said, man, I'm going to be a bad boy at 80 years old. <laughs> and the fact that at that time, a 77-year-old at that time was looking forward to being in better shape at the age of 80. He was looking for growth and positive growth and strength three years out because he had faith and confidence in his ability to continue to improve. Spoke volumes to me. Because I, I got to Like you got me fired up that this, this 76 year old man got outpowered clean <laughs> being power lifting 80. He's looking to improve it. 80 guys, that speaks volumes. I'm so blown away. When Miyoko told me that story, like, and when you first came on Titus, just, just your presence, like you remind me of, of a more, like like just like a, like a higher level of CT Fletcher. That's the that's the that's the that's the that's the immediate image that that came on when you popped on. And I don't know if you know who CT Fletcher is, Miyoko. You gotta check know, him out. I know exactly who that is. I, yeah. I, 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 I from the, when you were telling your story, all was coming into my mind was CT telling all of his clients. Push for, push for, push for, and that's what I love, man. I can see you. I can see you now. Turn it on. When you turn on that, that that's just my son acting nuts. When you when you go to that weight room, I can see the stuff, the, the switch flip. I can see it. I can feel it. When you talk, when you're talking the story about your 76 year old client, and and you sell, you tell now you wasted my time. Give me 26 more. I can see that that tenacity that, that comes out and it's called passion. That's what I love. I can, just by listening to you talk, I can hear the passion in your voice. Now what, uh, you know, get again, I'm sorry, get Because I was gonna ask you, because a lot of people can't find that passion. A lot of people don't know where it is and they say, oh, you were born with it. Oh, you learned it. What, like, if you can tell the listeners, where, how could they dig deep? What do you use to, 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 to keep that fire burning as, as that fuel for your passion? Well, a lot of people don't have passion for life uh, because they're not living their life. They're living the lives that, uh, that they think other people want them to live. They don't even know who they are. And until you can come 
into into a point where you actually realize who you are, that's when you get to learn what you're passionate about. Well, a lot of people live their lives to impress other people. They live their lives to compare to other people's lives. And so they don't even wind up ever chasing what's actually important to them. And so once you find out who you are, finding your passion and your purpose becomes much easier. You know, it's like, uh, it's like uh, I believe it was Mark Twain that said, the two most important days of your life are number one, the day that you you were born, and number two, the day you figure out why. <laughs> and once you figure out why, and I posted about this last week, it's about purpose. Once you have purpose in your life, you have something that you're driving for, something that wakes you up, you know, your life takes on meaning, first of all, but a whole new meaning. You don't need motivation. Your purpose is your motivation. Your purpose is your alarm clock. Your purpose is the reason why you get up and do what you do, you know? So you said, that's you said so key, man. Uh, it, it's, I, when I teach my clients, I say something, I say, usually I say, when you find your purpose, it's not so hard to push. It's not, it's not so hard to actually motivate yourself to get up in the morning and do what you have to do because finding your purpose is like part of your very existence for the things that you love to do. And we can all attest, I mean, whether it's partying, whether it's doing whatever, when your heart is in that, man, <laughs> look, you may have to work the next day, <laughs> but you're out to four o'clock, 5 a.m., you know, getting up at, to, to be to work at 11. So it's just like, when you find something that you truly, truly love and are passionate about, I mean, you're you're all in. So finding purpose, I mean, my life changed when I found purpose. Um, Eddie, your life changed. I mean, you won Ultimate Fighter. I mean, that is one of the key components that's missing in the midst of all of this um, personal development, self-improvement um, type of big hustle and grind epidemic that you see all over social media and, and, and everywhere you can possibly look. And I think that's something you really hit on that is so, so important. When you find purpose in your life, man, I mean, it. you turn on a switch that really, really unlocks your full potential. So so that I'm dead, you're spot on with that, man. I love the fact too, how how authentic you are, Titus. Like I, I tell people all the time, I I love the authenticity. Like, like you are who you are. You never tried to be somebody else. You only know to be you. And that's the thing that I don't think these people understand. A lot of people are going there, like you said, to go back to the whole social media thing where they try to to almost be who they think people want them to be. But all that in all reality, once you're yourself, you're free. Like anybody knows I'm a dad. I got my four beautiful boys that I love. They're crazy. They, and I don't use that as an excuse. I get the job done. And you are authentic, you're real. And that's, I think that's, I know for a fact, that's why you've had the impact you had on so many people's social media. That's why you had the impact on all your clients, right. mm -hmm. because you're authentic. And people, you might fool somebody once, twice, but in the long run of time, you, who you are is gonna outshine everything. And that's always, always be you know, but one thing I, one thing that's key to note, you know, about, you know, the, you know, about the people on social media and about this, like you said, this go-getter mentality. Everyone is not a go-getter. And unfortunately, you have social media where people feel the need to present themselves as these hustlers and these go-getters when it's not even in their spirit. Some people are simple people and there's nothing right. So long as long as that is authentically who you are, you know, 
Everybody feels the need. I, I love this post when everybody says, you know, I'm busy building an empire. Everybody doesn't have to want to build an empire. You know what I'm saying? Some people's dream is just to live a simple life, but you owe it to yourself to find out who you really are. Because once you find out who you really are, then you'll be happy. And like I talked about this morning about the people who chase their passions, like the people who are musicians. Not every musician that is that that makes it to play in in a in, in a in a major stadium, but if you've actually seen a lifelong musician playing in a one of those little hole in the wall juke joints, and you look at their face and their body language when they're playing, you see that they're actually happy. But then you look at some of the people who are musicians who are playing in in Wembley Stadium, okay, and you see their lives and they're taking drugs and they're hung, they're strung out on a whole bunch of things and they're not happy. So it's not the money, it's not the empire, it's the passion, it's what it is that you truly are and what you truly like to do that makes you happy not what comes from it, you know, not the material trappings from it. So you got to be really mindful of that. You know, people have to really remember that, that not everybody's trying to build an empire. And right. so you don't, you shouldn't feel the need to pretend like you are when you're not. It, it's, it's, you know, I have a saying, and I say this to a lot of people, success is personal from individual to individual. That's and true. my version of success is going to be different from yours, different from Eddie's different from everybody else, you know, in the world. And I think you hit on something so, so important, man. See, this is why I asked you if you were a coach when I first started talking to you. Because <laughs> you're talking about some really, really deep, serious things that most people don't really think about because they're focused on this one size fits all version of success. You see it all the time. I mean, on Instagram, you'd be so surprised, maybe not surprised on how many people hit me up in my DM and talk about cryptocurrency or talk about, you know, how yeah. to be rich overnight and and how they need to help me with this and with that. And it's just like, what you don't understand is I love what I'm doing now. It's very organic. It's steadily coming. It may not be the booster shot, one size fits all, get a few followers, a bunch of followers now that fall off tomorrow but I love what I'm doing. I'm adding value the way that I love to do it and the way that I'm purposed to do. So you hit on some very, very good things, man. I mean, success I is I don't even know where to start because my mind is so blown, so blown. Like everything you're talking about is, is so spot on. Just talking about authenticity, talking about, like, like Titus, like it's unbelievable. Not everybody's gonna wanna build an empire. And I think that's so huge that the listeners got to focus in on that because be who you are. Some people, like you said, the, the musician that's like in a little dive bar and you see the expression on his face, he's so much happier than Guns N' Roses playing because they're trying to find themselves with these drugs. And you don't have to be a world-class, quote-unquote, LeBron James athlete, but you'll see that guy that basketball changed his life, took him out of the hood. Now he's able to get a scholarship. That's his success. He might not win NBA championships, but he's reached a success. He went to college, he graduated, been able to provide for his family. So that right. could be the NBA finals. So that's the power of, of knowing yourself and being happy with yourself. I love that. Thank you so much for that. that was, that was mind-blowing how powerful that was. It is, like I have so much to still say about that because I mean, it is okay to be the best version of yourself 
that doesn't have to line up with anybody else. We, we live in a society where it's pushed down our throats that we have to compete with everybody. And I keep telling people like, you're the expert of your own experience. When you, when you find purpose and what it is that you're doing, you don't have to compete with anybody. Like you're in your, it's just like you're in your own lane, man, bettering yourself. And you said something that really resonated with me. Beat yourself every day. Do you remember when you told me that? Yeah, I mean, that's the key to success. That is the key to success, you know. Um, people spend so much time focusing on what other people are doing versus focusing on what they need to do. And if you, if let's assume you want to be better than, 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 than the guy next to you, right? Well, the only way to be better than the guy next to you is to be better than yourself today and be better yourself tomorrow. And if you keep doing that and focus on you, you will reach your pinnacle. And maybe when you look to your left, he won't be behind, he won't be next to you anymore. He may be behind you, but you will be better. And that's what, if you focus on you getting better, that is what it's all about. You're not in competition with everybody. You and that guy, you, you guys don't have the same genetics. You don't have the same mom and dad. And let's be real. We see twins, twins popped out at the same time, identical twins, and they don't have the same abilities. And there we can, there's countless of them we can name. So why do you think that you should be comparing yourself to somebody that you and him are totally different people? You know, and you might be coming in on a different chapter of his life, a different, a different level of his abilities that took him who knows how long to build. And you're sitting there being unfair to yourself. And in a lot of times holding yourself back because you might have other skills that are better than his, but you're trying to fit into his box to do what he does. That's not your game. You know, it's 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 so profound, like what you're saying, man. Because I, this is going to help so many different people because we are covering so many key areas here. Because it's always like the rat race, trying to compete with somebody else, and um, it, that, and that's how it's pretty much presented, especially in health and nutrition and fitness and and in motivation. I mean, you see a lot of these people on Instagram, they have these huge bodies and they're like deadlifting 300 pounds and doing all these other things. And, and we sometimes get the frame of mind like, okay, we're not successful unless we're doing as good as these people or beyond or greater. And we start measuring our own success by other people's and you will always fail when you do that. That leads to unhappiness because like you said, you're not those people. Your, your journeys are the same, are, are different. You know, your, your visions are different. And I think if people will really start to tap into themselves, because you said it, a lot of people don't know who they are. If they really focus on who they are and what they really wanted, then they would, a huge weight would be lifted off of that, man. I mean, I mean, seriously, most people, I wanna say 90% of the people, the population, are living a version of somebody else's life. Whether it's the parents, whether yes. it's society, um, whether it's friends and peers, that other 10% that sometimes we see on the pinnacles of success and just doing all types of different things and they're unique, they found purpose and passion for what they're doing. And everybody's pretty much following, following the trend. But I, I, I like to tell people, don't follow the trend. There's amazing, there's amazingness right here, you know? And, and I really love how you really focused on that, man. I mean, this is, 
This is a special, special interview, man. It really is. It's not always about follow. It's not always about following that trail. Sometimes it's about blazing that trail and making it own or creating for yourself and just be authentic. This is this is this has helped me. This helps so many Absolutely. people. Absolutely helping me too, man. Titus, you know, this what you're doing today is gonna help so many people. Like honestly, the truth for the matter is like, and, and something that uh, that Miluka just t- touched on is. You know, we think that the people at the pinnacle are living their dreams and their passions. But I got one common example for you of somebody who reached the pinnacle and was regarded as the top that ever did it. That wasn't living his dream. Michael Jordan. Basketball wasn't his favorite sport. And everybody laughed at this man when he was on the on a minor leagues and a farm team bus. But when you talk to him, when you listen to his story, he tells you that when he was happy, he chased his baseball dream. Now we're talking about the supposedly the greatest basketball player to ever lace on sneakers. That didn't, that, that, that baseball was his passion. And he wasn't satisfied in his life until he chased his passion now. Now think about that. He could have hung it up and we would have thought that he was the happiest man and should be the happiest man. He went down as the greatest player ever. But his true passion was baseball and he wasn't complete until he chased his passion. And he didn't care how stupid he looked. He didn't care how many times he struck out. He didn't care how awkward he looked at six foot six and skinny with the the baseball pants on. Guess what? He made his dream come true. He chased his passion. You just gave me goosebumps. You gave me goosebumps because I was just having this conversation with my kids. I'm a big believer, man. Whatever you want to do, I'm going to support you. I'm going to love you. And somebody came and told my son, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you should be doing that. And when they left, because I'll never talk, you know, when an adult is speaking, I'll let them think. And I looked at my son and said, son, do what makes you happy in life as long as you're not hurting anybody and chase your dreams. Don't let anybody tear you down. And he's like, Dad, I know, please. And that was one of the greatest moments. And what you said was just resonates, resonates, because when you're doing something that's special and meaningful in your life, people are gonna look at you like you're weird and you're awkward. And if you are, that means you're on the right path. We need to just stop worrying so much about what other people think and worry about that person from within. Because if you can look in that mirror, that person looking back at you is the one hand in the judgment. I love it. I love it. Titus, you've been phenomenal, man. Honestly, you have to share with your, your social media stuff so all of our listeners can know exactly where they can get this daily motivation and see this this 20-year-old man. That, that That's not what this is. Titus the Titan. I don't already know. Titus the Titan. Titus Titan, man. Titan, like, I, like, I'm telling you, man, you motivate me right now. I just did, I got my workout in, but I'm like, you know, I got to get two more in today. Titus, that's though. But you gotta let the, let our listeners know where they can find you, because there's there's way too much knowledge and power inside of your brain that's that that this podcast can hold. We gotta share. So my my all my social media is pretty easy. It's all the same thing. It's Titus Unlimited. Uh, you'll find me on YouTube, on Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook as Titus Unlimited. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's it sounds like it's it's spelled like it sounds T I T U S Unlimited. You know, and so, uh, yeah, that's where you'll find me. And, um, you know, I, and I always appreciate you guys, uh, you know, and the compliments, you know, and, but, uh, you know, I think as men, we owe it uh, to society to give something. You know, there's a quote I always say, uh, that a true gentleman is one who puts more into the world than he takes out, you know? And so, um, 
that's what my goal is, you know, because I, I always tell people the story about my father. My father was a doctor and uh, my father throughout his life, you know, lived a life of means, you know, and, and I can't necessarily say I grew up without because I didn't. But what my father instilled in me is that life was more than that and how you carry yourself and how you treated people is what mattered most. And I remember being at my father's side when he was, you know, when he was ailing and about to die and people coming by to see him and even afterwards, the people that came by, no one mentioned his money. No one mentioned the houses, no one mentioned the cars. The only thing people mentioned was my father's humanity, and how he treated them and how, how his life impacted their life. And I'll be honest with you, my father died uh, at this point now, 32 years ago. And even till this day, my father's life and how he impacted people still benefits me. Because when I go and I say my name, they already know who my dad is. And if I could live to be half of that, to have that kind of impact on people, when I realized it wasn't his money. You know, it's money, don't get me wrong, money's not the enemy. Money is, is great to have means, it's great to be able to enjoy yourself and do certain things, but that shouldn't be your end all be all. You know, it's how you impact people and how you improve people's lives and, you know, and how you touch people. That's what life is all about. Okay. You got to do the honors, Eddie. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Action, Action Jackson's going crazy right here. I might have to have you do the honor because I don't want to interrupt Okay. This. So we always, we you've given us so much, man, already. Um, I wish I had a notepad. I feel like taking notes myself, man. But uh, we always- I've been, I've been taking notes. You see me keep looking uh, down. I'm yeah, down, I'm down <laughs> So, so we always reach the end of, end of our show and I'm a firm believer, Eddie's a firm believer that uh, motivation without implementation and momentum is just simply hype. So we believe in leaving the audience with applicable things that they can take right now that's going to impact their lives in some way. So we're going to challenge you to challenge us with a challenge. Um, so okay. the stage is yours. Um, you let us know um, what the challenge is going to be for myself, for Eddie, for the audience. The stage is yours. Bright lights, tightest and tighten, everybody. <laughs> um, you know, it's, for me, it's not so much about a challenge. I, I think if anyone wants to improve their life, what what we need to improve is we have to look at our process. The, the, the key to your success is finding your daily process. Even if you think you're doing things great, you know, even for Eddie, an athlete, you know, maybe he has a favorite move. Maybe he's a submission specialist or a knockout specialist, but he can be even better if he improves his process. Whatever it is you do on a daily basis, go back and look at it, okay? And if you can't find something in your daily process to improve, then there's your problem. Because we can always improve our process. Wow. All right. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. That is, guys, that is so powerful. And it's actually a little bit scary, Titus, because I, I, I joke you not, I just had this conversation. I said, I have to make myself more uncomfortable because I don't care who we are. When we get too comfortable is when we get complacent and that's when we fall off. We have to chase excellence by being uncomfortable. What you just said is phenomenal. I'm, I'm, my mind is absolutely blown. Blown. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was so deep. That's awesome. Well, thank you, guys. I mean, that's just what it is, you know, every day. 
It has been a pleasure, pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. We have Gene Titus. I'm nick. I look, I'm nicknaming him Titus the Titan. Not just because he's ripped and he's muscular, but because what he's saying is a lot of big, big mindset and transformational shifts. That if you listen to this episode and really take heart to it, take it to heart, you're gonna definitely have some change in your life. Eddie, I'm fresh out. I have nothing else to say. I'm gonna listen I to you. Nothing else to say, guys. Thank you, listening, listening. Thank you guys for listening again to the Art of Winning show with Gene Titus, Titus Unlimited, Titus the Titan. Like this is, if you can't find value from this show, from the words from Titus, then something is really wrong with you. Look, look deep inside yourself and you will find a person that's gonna impact your life the most. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You guys have a blessed day.